see that beautiful capture rolling, knowing that we are getting our footage and that it will not be lost to the tides of time. <laughs> Looking at you, Craig. Yeah. To be fair, though, Craig. for like a free Discord uh, app, not bad. Yeah, you can't hate it too much. He served us well until he didn't. Yeah, that's fair. We were but babies still learning the ropes, and now we are full-fledged women. Yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna start this episode with a with a very, very spicy um rant about oh. a popular video game. Okay. Called Final Fantasy Fourteen. <laughs> and just how people write or rather avoid writing disability in media as much as they possibly can because fuck consulting anyone who is disabled there is a main character in the cast named Yastola and she is a and more on her later because dear god they they do a disservice to her she is a she is a cat girl healer and she starts off visibly brown mm. And then through subsequent patches, they make her skin tone lighter. And I'm like, excuse me, Square Enix? What is, what's going, what's going on? What's going on, buds? And now she's basically white when you get to the up-to-date patches. And I'm like, mm. wow. But why, though? But on the topic of disability, something happens in the story. And she, this isn't even a, I'm not even going to fucking mark it as a spoiler because literally nothing changes. She loses her eyesight, but because she's a powerful magician or whatever, and everything in the world is made up of ether, she can just see the ether and living things. So it's almost like she's not even blind at all. They literally address her after the incident as completely being able to see totally fine, nothing's changed. Holy shit. Yeah, right? And I'm like, then why even have her be blind? That's not how being blind works. <laughs> What's the point if you're not even going to put any effort? And there's a, there is a totally whatever side character in like a small town off to the side. His name is Shamani Lomani, and he is a very small man. And he is blind. And he wears the glasses. And he is a winemaker. And through his uh, through his acute sense of smell, he can he is a very very skilled um, distinguisher of vintage wines. And the the one quest line that you do with him has so much nuance into how he lives as a blind man, how he uses his blindness as a as a as an advantage as a skill in his field of work. And it's like, what did someone else write? This character, can we get that person to write the, I don't know, maybe the, the main character of the story? Yeah. With this level of attentiveness and, you know, attention to detail to hmm. being someone with a disability? Because, Jesus fucking Christ, I hurt. Yeah, like, holy shit. I mean, when you when you have a character that's blind and you want to still have, like, the character, like, have magical powers, quote-unquote, like... T take tips from like Toph and, oh, yeah. and how they did Daredevil. Oh yeah, Daredevil, so good. Yeah, it's like these characters actually have, like they can't see and they can't physically see, but they need to listen or feel their environment to actually be able to get around. But they still can't fucking like 
look at a piece of paper. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's good you bring that up because like, I read the I read some early Daredevil comics because oh cool, mm-hmm. disability, and you see the art and he he lives with his cane and I'm like this is this is a good like any eh, literally anything I'm so starved for content. <laughs> Well, if you've, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the Daredevil Netflix series, but it was honestly, like, season one specifically, was probably yes. the best portrayal I've seen of, like, a blind person's lifestyle. Because, listen, being blind is not a death sentence. You just don't, you don't just stop existing because you <laughs> <Yeah>. can't see. <laughs> you don't just phase into the ether. Exactly, right? So, like, if you if you just watch the way Matthew Murdoch, like, first off, what's his name, Chris Cox? If you watch the way the actor portrays Matthew Murdoch, which by the way is one of my favorite Marvel heroes. Um yes. like he's good. so good at it. And like he's even like discussed before like, oh you know, if I was gonna go into this character, I was gonna do it properly. Right? So like all of the research that he did in order to understand like the the lifestyle of somebody with a vision impairment. I was like, yo, what the fuck? First off, MVP. Second off, such a good actor. And third, can I suck his dick? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> separate thoughts but still a it's a valid question um holy shit anyways sorry yeah um <laughs> i i remember watching the netflix uh daredevil first season and that was it yeah the other seasons are like cool but they're not as good as yeah that was a solid first season though anyways oh my god so good uh i want to give a shout out to Matt Fraction's series of Hawkeye comics. Ooh. Those are the ones where um it's Clint Clint Barton and um and Kate. And this is this is a, a comic where Clint actually loses his hearing in the middle of the comic and it very very well um describes the transition from like losing your hearing and then having to learn sign language and adapting to life without hearing having started the comic being able to hear and it's really fucking good that's fucking dope that's really cool it's easily one of my favorite comic runs like like ever because just because it shows good deafness in media well that makes me really sad now that that i know that hawkeye develops a, a a hearing impairment because um what, Jeremy Renner who plays Hawkeye in the movies fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> oh no is he an asshole uh he's so weird he's a fucking strange dude he's very clearly not interested in fans or being a decent person he's very much just like I I I, I do country music because it's pandering and also oh God. He had an app for a long time. He had his own personal app, which was just a rip of Instagram. But all you could do was pay him and give him money. <laughs> and that was the app. <laughs> Honestly, a fucking power move. I love that. <laughs> it was fucking wild. It was it was crazy. Anyway, sorry. Anyways, absolutely not important. I would I would make I I would totally make an app. Hey, this is the Trucy Pay Money app. If you want to send money to Trucy, just go on this app and just put in your credit card info and I have your money. Thank you. Well, you know what? If you if you were as upfront about it like that, absolutely no problem. Do it. He was just a skeeve about it. He was like, no, you pay you pay money and then you can like 
get these stars and you can like upvote your comments so that I can see them and then we can have conversations. But every everything he would respond to would be like the most bare minimum, like smiley face, like sounds great, like oh that's cute, and then wouldn't even interact half the time. I think it I think it died recently. I think like it went down for obvious <laughs> reasons. But like, God, ugh, ew. Anyways, sorry. He's not even a fucking big actor. He's just a creep. Anyways, <laughs> that's really that's. This sounds like a weird, like, Black Mirror bit. It's like, <laughs> what if I came out and I was like, Hey, everybody, I'm Barack Obama. Wait, hold here on. Is my, here is my app called Talk to Barack Obama. But, like, you have to do very menial, like, play garbage, shitty mobile games for, oh like, God. five minutes. And then you get, like, Obama books. And then you can use the Obama books to get yourself more Obama clout. And then Obama clout. Obama clout, then you can spin this gacha machine. Oh and if you God. get the, the ultra-rare Obama figure, then you can talk to me for approximately 10 seconds. But if wow. I'm taking a shit, tough, I don't, you, t you out of luck, bud. <laughs> I don't have my phone on me at the time, I don't, out of luck. Sorry. That's the way to do it, frankly. That's the only way I would, I'd be willing to pay all of the money in my pockets. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty solid. Pretty, pretty good, pretty, pretty good time. Anyways, hello everybody. Welcome to the Hot Podcast. This is episode number 18. Real quick, I would like to, because we said that we were going to do this, give a spicy shout out oh, yeah. to our listeners in Brussels. Yeah. Brussels. Sao Paulo. Oh, Sao Paulo too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Sao Paulo. Germany. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany too. Yeah, Germany. Kansas, mm -hmm. Florida, Florida. Thank you very much. Uh, I I didn't expect people from these places to listen to our words. So cool. Yeah, it's fucking wild. <laughs> For yeah. real, like yo, know, I don't know what the hell y'all are doing in Belgium, but like, um, hi. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Belgium. What's hit us up? Yeah, send us an email on on the thing. I got, like, way excited. I was like, yo, people in Belgium are listening to us? What in the fuck? Like, you, got, you don't got entertainment in Belgium? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> no, but I, I, told, uh, I told the kid that, and he looked at me and went, do you think the Belgium government is spying on you? <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. You need to keep tabs on us. We're gonna over overthrow the Belgian government, guys. <laughs> you heard it here first. Don't listen to episode 18. Finally! We got them! <laughs> I knew it! They thought I was crazy, but this podcast, I knew it. The truth about the Belgium assassinations. Oh my god. Well, hopefully nothing happens. People, like, scroll through. Yeah, please, gosh. That'd be the worst time if you do anything. Uh, Can you yeah. imagine? It'd be, it'd be like an internet deep dive story, like, decades later on YouTube. Oh my god. It's like, and then if you, we look back at the hot pot cast, and it's just, like, our faces on the screen, dude, I would, like, die. But, like, only our faces. Like a pin like... connecting us to Belgium. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. All right. Uh, this is a video game podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> Son of a bitch. This is a video game podcast. Wait! Talk about video games. Yes, Maggie? Yes? We gotta do a recipe. Oh yes, we we do, and you have one, don't you? Yeah, fuck video games, we're here to talk about food! <laughs> it's called the Hot Podcast, we gotta do some 
food thing. Uh, no, I wanted to as a as a as a big old thank you to anybody in 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 Belgium listening. A recipe for baked Brussels sprouts, cause um, Brussels, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, they're super easy. Okay, so here's what you do: preheat your oven to 350. Get yourself a, a baking sheet or tray or whatever. Lay down some parchment paper, maybe tin foil, whatever, whatever works for you. As 350 parchment paper will be fine. Then what you do is you you wash and have your Brussels sprouts. Make sure you cut off the little end piece. You don't need that. Uh, and then just w- d- drizzle a little bit of olive oil, tiniest little bit, just so that all of the spices stay. Uh, some salt, as much as you're feeling. Some some pepper, much less than the salt. And then um, here's the tea, smoked paprika. And then. Yeah, I know. And then, uh, yeah, and then you just bake it for like 15 to 20 minutes, depending on how roasted you want those sprouts. Yeah. That's it. Also, depending on like your oven, so it's always better to take it out a little bit if you to to like test it. Oh yeah, I that's do true. this every couple weeks, and I personally like to cut the Brussels sprouts in half before I put them in, mm. so there's just more. Yeah. It's also the flavor is is more saturated when you cut them in half. Yeah, I uh, I toss them in a big bowl with with the olive oil, and then yeah. I sprinkle the salt and pep on it as I like lay it out on the pan. Mm. And it's really good because after you after you take it out and it's all nice and crispy, you have the you have the soft and the crunch of the Brussels sprouts, but then any leaves that fall off they're like chips oh yeah so good Hmm. so that's for you brussels boys or girls (laughs) or they thems Mm, mm, mm. yeah thanks for listening and and send us messages yes please send us send us emails and tell tell us about how much you loved our oven roasted brussels sprouts recipe tell us about brussels and how much you love the belgium government exactly what it is <laughs> is brussels in belgium it's the capital of belgium oh, oh interesting you learn something new every day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i also did not know that i have zero geography <laughs> skills so to be fair and this is listen i'm gonna i might omit this because uh, i don't want to offend anybody but um i literally told my boyfriend i was like holy shit people in brussels are listening to us and he went Oh, that's so cool! And I was like, I don't want to offend any any you know, any of our German listeners. And he went, Maggie, Brussels is the capital of Belgium. And I was like, Belgium isn't in Germany. And he was like, You're a fucking dumb bitch. And I was like, I failed geography. <laughs> so uh, yeah. You know what? We can't be the smartest at everything. You know, we're here that's about so video games, not <laughs> where you, where places are. <laughs> this isn't called where the places are podcast. We just look at the map of our listeners by download, and it's like, where's that place on the map? I don't know. What's that shape? And it's like Africa. (laughs) The entirety of Africa. Yeah, it's like, Trucy, that's that's Africa. I'm like, what the fuck is in Africa? (laughs) Just kidding. I see you, African listeners, if you exist. I don't think they do. Just write in if you exist. Okay, even if you don't live in Africa. Oh yeah, yeah let's do yeah, that. Yeah, even if you're like if if you you know, if you like Africa, 
If you like Africa. If you think about Africa sometimes, <laughs> you know, just send us a message about how much you think about Africa. Send us a, a dot JPEG of a, a map of Africa and then circle the part of Africa that you think is most is most <laughs> reminiscent of Africa. Is most Africa? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. Appetizers, my friends. On the docket, I have put my week down as as just Cookie Run. Do you guys know what Cookie Run is? I feel like I've heard I of do it, not. but no. Cookie Run was a extremely early like iPhone era, like when it was first happening. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. It is an iOS. It was a yeah, it was an endless runner platformer kind of game where you played as a gingerbread man and you had to jump and slide through the witch's oven. Oh, cute. Okay. It was very cute, and it was very fun. And when I was a child, I would ask my sister to use her iPod Touch so I oh could God. get some juicy sessions of Cookie Running because this was the start of addictive mobile game development, and it was it was a good time. Good old iPod Touch. Yeah, right. I look back on those. Also, like thinking back, the birth of the iPod Touch and the iPhone is like, whoa, you can. Look at porn in bed. <laughs> Not where I was going with that, but okay. Many times I've looked at porn in bed on on an. an isn't it? Touch. Isn't it like so dope? You can have one hand holding your phone and one hand on your dick, and it's just can like. I, can I disclose something to you? Sure. All right. So I don't because I, I didn't get iPhones or iPods or whatever the fuck until well late in the game. Like, it was probably, like, iPod Nano version 6 before I actually got any Apple products, because, you know, poor. Yeah, absolutely same. <laughs> right? But here's the thing. I had an MP3 player from hella young, and LimeWire was a nightmare. So, uh, it always gave us weird fucking backwards-ass, not-really-making-any-damn-sense uh, links that, of course, weren't what you're looking for. But sometimes they were porn. And sometimes your girl was like, yeah, all right. So at the ripe age of 13, your girl had audio porn on an MP3 player. Wow. And now I have a sound fetish. So like, that's just how life happens sometimes. Anyways. Sorry. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. I love how you're just like, I'm, I'm going to keep this. Not like this wasn't the song I was looking for, but. I mean, it was both, right? It was like, oh, this is what this is a love, love shine off DDR two. <laughs> like it was. <laughs> wow. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, this isn't just... what I thought it was. Cause I was such a prude back then. I was like, what are these sounds? And then I was like, yo, why are these hot AF? Fuck. And then um, one thing led to another. <laughs> anyway, you're gay. <laughs> now I'm gay. Uh, happens to us all. You can't escape it. <laughs> LimeWire makes you gay. They put the gay in our LimeWire. Watch out, conservatives. Oh my god. That's why the, it got shut down. Oh, that's what it exactly. was. <laughs> that's why FrostWire happened. They were like, we need to, we need to ice out the gay. Oh my god, was FrostWire the conservative reply to the liberal LimeWire? <laughs> We're really starting off strong this week. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I mean, I could have not told you about my old sexual habits, but... Okay, cookie run. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I was talking about innocent cookie game. I'm so sorry. Look at these adorable <laughs> character designs. I am sending you pistachio cookie and soda cookie. I've linked it in general chat. Oh, these are fucking cute. Are these new designs for this? There's no way it looked like this back yes, in the day. Yes, it didn't. It was just vanilla-ass gingerbread boy, and he was called Gingerbrave. This is cute. And, and now there's Ginger Bright, who's like a girl version. And now it's like a full-ass thing with like deep writing and story and lore. And, <laughs> and every single character design. Like, Fox. Hold on, I'm gonna show you some. <laughs> this I'm looks gonna like... show you some some good non-binaries <gasps> non-binary characters I know. in cookie run <sighs> i know here is a fan th i'm very sorry audio listeners but <laughs> which is all of you <laughs> you listen to us so you know oh, what tough shit AF. yeah this is a phantom thief cheese oh cookie my gosh. cheese cookie what the fuck is a cheese cookie there's a little magic boy cinnamon cookie non-binary a cheese cookie. A, a, a cheese it. That's a cheese cookie, right? That's it's a true. cracker. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, it's definitely more of a cracker. <laughs> they are very, very cute. There's like a warrior girl. Warrior girl. All different cookies. Yeah, they're all just different body types. Different like. It's just they probably the most diverse set of bodies and characters I've ever seen in this little cookie game. And I'm like, thank you. Weird Korean company, I think. They might be Korean, I'm not sure. Anyways, look at purple yam cookie and milk cookie. And they're they're gay. They're in a relationship. That's very cute. I love that dearly. What the fuck is a cheese cookie? I'm a cookie sorry. Cheese. That those don't go together. <laughs> I mean they could. You know what they could, they could hold on. If, if you're brave enough. If you're not I'm a not. fucking coward like I'm, Maggie over I'm here. I'm a fucking coward. That's what it is. Who doesn't like the cheese cookies? Ugh. Look at 10 best cheddar cheese cookie recipes. What? Cheddar <laughs> is not. They Ew. exist. Ew. I mean, maybe like ricotta, I get, because like you can use ricotta in like cannolis and shit, but like cookies? There, there's thyme and cheddar cookies, parmesan cheese cookies. <gasps> oh, yeah. Huh. <gasps> Holy shit, this unlocked a whole new level. <laughs> what is a what is the red lobster um cheddar biscuit if not just a lobster and cheese cookie? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> um ew <laughs> It's delicious! Fuck no, you. No no sorry, sorry, the, no, you're absolutely right. It's delicious. It's not a fucking cookie. <laughs> This thing that's has biscuit in its name definitely definitely is a cookie. <laughs> biscuit by like a biscuit and a cookie. By like European standards, not by like North American standards cookie. It's not like a chips ahoy cookie with with cheddar <laughs> cheese instead of fucking chocolate <laughs> chips. Like that's <laughs> That sounds scrumptious. And no! okay, if if you want if you have any cheese cookie recipes to send in we need Please. to make cheese cookies and, and then have it as our next recipe. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's your homework. I don't, I don't want this. I don't <laughs> want this. Please. I don't know why I'm taking such a hard stance on cheese cookies, but like that just, it made me physically like wrench. I don't know why. Okay, let's get back on track. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was talking about a mobile game that throughout the years has now evolved to something extremely large. They have like an entire mobile game like 
cinematic universe there's a new spin-off called cookie run kingdom where you build your little cookie kingdom and it's like a rpg that's cute as fuck and fun. um every single cookie including pistachio cookie which i showed you it's she's a lesbian let me just look at her she has a shield and a, and a spear and i love her and they all have nuanced lore and story and as you play with them you unlock their relationships to other cookies and you learn about their secret cookie backstory that's super cute that's amazing and it's all adorable as shit you there's like you, you collect jellies those are like the game's coins they're like little jelly beans and then you get the jelly power up and then they all turn into little bear-shaped jellies what the fuck that's so cute i love it's that so a lot. precious yeah, this is adorable. Yeah, it's just a good time. There's a there's like a gacha system, but it's not like disgusting. They give you plenty of free pulls and stuff, and it's just it's just an enjoyable time. So that's what I've been doing is I've been rediscovering the love and joy that is Cookie Run, available on iOS and Android devices. Beautiful. That's so fucking cute. I love that a lot. Maggie, Ashley. What's up with Ashley? What have you been up to? <laughs> Hitting up more VR games. Ooh. I started playing Rec Room with my friend. Uh, we were joined in together. For those who don't know, Rec Room is like, it's a free game where you can go in and it's just like mini games essentially. Uh, you can go in and like play like fucking dodgeball or laser tag or like there's parkour rooms and escape rooms and like half of them are fan made. So it's, it's a lot of fun. You can get in there and like, just like we did like bowling and pool and just someone made an entire animal crossing island in there where you actually like go and chop trees and gather fruit and then you can what? buy a fishing rod and fish and i'm just like fucking wild that's so cute and it's a lot of fun i'm playing with my friend we we're just like trying out rooms and then there's the even more online aspect where you can play with random people which oh uh we did for a little bit i am very socially awkward um so that was a little bit uh a stressful but it was kind of fun at the same time there's definitely like a 13 year old child being like sheesh like half the time i'm like oh my All right. god what is that what does that even mean <laughs> what is that what are these kids uh, doing I, I, you, don't, you don't know the sheesh i oh, no. what is what are the kids doing these days what are the kids doing these days <laughs> i don't even know about sheesh it's, it's sheesh and like the ice in your veins where you like you, you point at your crookier elbow what the fuck? What? What the fuck? Hold on, let me just Google. <laughs> I just learned how to do the woe. Okay, like <laughs> this essentially means like you're cool. I think. What? Uh, meaning cool. <laughs> this YouTube video is called "What Is Sheesh?" All caps. And why is it bussin? Bussin. What, does that even what the mean? fuck is bussin? Wait, is it like bussin? Bussin. Okay, it is bussin. Yeah. Not. It's not Busan, which is a Korean city. It is a Korean city. Yes. <laughs> Okay, from from Know Your Meme. Thank you, Know Your Meme. I am oh, an old God. person now. <laughs> Sheesh is a popular slang term and an alternative to geez or damn used to express surprise or disbelief about something. Oh, it really is. It, it's just sheesh. It's just like, oh, sheesh. We gotta be like, sheesh. <laughs> popularized to a degree by LeBron James and Drip Culture, inspiring a popular sound on TikTok in early 2021. What the fuck is Drip Culture? <laughs> I don't know what drip <laughs> culture is either. So is that like, you know, admire the drip? Is that what that's supposed to be? I don't know. 
but there is a very long series of videos on YouTube called King Julio the Frog, where what? it's just a bunch of a bunch of black guys, and they just own a frog, and they take very good care of the frog. It's a very good pet frog. I mean, but every good. single time, every single fucking time the video starts, they just scream sheesh at the frog as they care for it. That's dangerous. Don't aren't frogs super uh, susceptible and sensitive to sound? I have no fucking idea, dude. But if they've been doing <laughs> this ever since its birth, I can pretty much assume that he's used to it. I guess so. You know what? I guess I guess I don't know how they fucking live their lives. I shouldn't be monitoring or policing anybody's pet taking care of. Yeah, I don't know shit about frogs, but hey, that frog looks pretty pretty all right. You know what? <laughs> the frog is pretty all right. That's King Julian. Is that what? It's called? King. King Julio. Oh, whoops. <laughs> King Julio. Mabaya. You gotta pronounce it right. King Julio. Well, Julian and Julio are not even the same. <laughs> Anyways, Ashley, um, that reminded me of a VR game called The Coin Game, which Ooh. probably because it's called Rec Room and Coin Game. But The Coin Game is basically just like a VR sandbox playground thing where you just go into like a whatever like Great Wolf Lodge arcade and you have all the shitty arcade games that like you know you have the oh, one where you yeah. put in That's the really cool. yeah you, you put in the token and it like pushes the coins out and then like if you push the one coin out you can push all the other coins down and it's just all of that like big serotonin like shitty gambling arcade games for kids like skee-ball and yeah exactly like skee-ball and it's and it's just all in vr and it has all the sounds and the and the bright lights and the and the stuff and it's just nice go to the counter and get like a, a a piece of candy or like a shitty plastic ring it's like the real life <laughs> oh, but vr I love it. yeah it's, it's very nice i was like man if i ever get vr i would just play shitty arcade games for a very long time that's so cute yeah it it's definitely been a lot of fun i think one of the most fun rooms i've had so far is we played laser tag and it was just the two of us but how this person set up the tag course was that you also had like bots going around that are on oh, your uh, team and on the other person's team so like you're actually have more opponents to fight and it's like three different floors and so you're running around you can find different guns it was a lot of fun hell yeah that's so fucking cute so yeah and it's free like you don't even have to buy this shit you can go in and just play play all the games you want like they made beat saber within this game like wow. oh <laughs> it's like dreams kind of but uh, I think so. I don't, to be honest, I don't really know too much about dreams. Um, but literally people can create their own different rooms and worlds and like, and it's like a make whole it however game. the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Interesting. It's re it's really fun. Lovely. Maggie, how was, how was your week, Maggie? On the docket you put in death and suffering, so I... <laughs> I was more of a placeholder because I, f I figured I would go into detail about why and not just be like, I'm dying and I hate everything. Um, yes. May is just a hell month for me. Like, literally, April April happens and I'm like, wow, everything's going great. It's going to be fine. You know what? Maybe this year it's not going to be the worst. And then May 1st hits and I get hit by a fucking freight train. Um, and that's just the way it's been since I was born. What What is May? <laughs> it's a month, what is, Trissy. <laughs> what is May to you? <laughs> okay, so, uh, fuck, oh my god. Like, it's all, literally every year something else happens in May. Like, every year there's something else that goes on in May, and I'm like, what the fuck could I possibly add to this month? Anyways, 
Okay, so May, wonderfully beautiful, amazing, starts off with the first of May, which now being a realized Wiccan is Belante, which is you know the uh, the summer equinox. But as it goes, uh, I didn't do shit this year because I was like, I don't have fucking time to be a witch right now. I basically can't survive. Uh, May second is my boyfriend's birthday. Happy okay. birthday, Calvin. Uh, May third is my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Jasmine. May 4th is my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. May 5th is my father-in-law's birthday. Happy birthday, Scott. Stop having so many birthdays. Stop being oh, mad. you don't even gotta tell me! Like, <laughs> I literally started dating my boyfriend, and I was like, man, May is always a hell month for me. And he goes, oh, wait, why? And I'm like, well, you know, everybody's birthday is in May, right? It's just my sisters and my brothers back to back, so I always gotta do something big. I always end up spending too much money. It becomes a whole thing. We started dating in May. So around May 15th, 16th, that's my anniversary with my boyfriend oh my on God. top of everything. So I, when, when we started dating, I adopted his birthday, his father's birthday, his brother's birthday, which is May 23rd, I believe. And then our anniversary. So that's four more fucking dates for May. Holy shit. Um, toe jam every year what happens. Strategically date. Yeah, that's what I got to do. I'd be like, when's your? I need to know what your sign is. Not because, not for astrological reasons. Just because I can't do May. Before we progress in this relationship, I need to know when you were born. <laughs> Very <laughs> for strategic purposes. That's what it is. Are you a Taros? Out. Um. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, but yeah. So sorry. Birthdays out my ass. Like they never stop. And then uh, Toe Jam happens every year in May, which is a big thing. And I want to say that's pretty much it, but every year something else happens. Wow. Every year it's something else. Like this year, I actually did a, I did some guest speaker stuff for my friend Josh. So I was basically uh, one of four people, four game devs on a panel for, a, for I think, two grade eight classes. And they just asked a bunch Aww. of game dev questions, which was cool. And I really enjoyed it. But I did a lot of prep for it. Like basically a full day's work of prep for this thing. Because Josh, bless their soul, didn't give me fucking anything about what was going to happen. They were just like, here are some of the questions. We'll figure it out later. And I was like, cool, prep it oh, as no. if you were going to give a speech. And uh, turns out I was on a panel of four people. So I didn't even have to answer half the questions. And I was like, why did I do this? Why did I spend so much time? Aww. Yeah. Well, I'm sure um, someone seeing a woman of color at that panel probably gave them a lot of hope. Yeah, well, it turns out that um, one of the teachers that was hosting, one of the uh, individuals who literally was presented to the class, they go by they, them. So they're grade eight oh, students. Fuck yeah, yeah they, they know them as, as awesome. being non-binary. And then Josh goes by they, they, them. Everybody refers to them as JP in that class. And they were surprised. They were like, wait, who's Josh? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's JP. Sorry, we we all know we all know them as Josh. That was one of the first things that that they made us do was like, hey, where are you from? What are your pronouns? And I was like, yo, this is a great A class. <laughs> like the fuck. So that was really cool. And then I was like, yeah, I'm I'm a child of refugees, right? Like I'm, I'm Palestinian. And uh, somebody like one of the teachers was literally like, oh my god, we have another like we got another Middle Eastern girl in the class, and she was so excited when she heard you say that. And I was like, ha what the oh. fuck? <laughs> super cute that was really cute i was like oh my god bless i was excited to do it but get this it was set for 10 45 yesterday and that was also the day my father decided we had to have people come in to fix the roof so 
Oh no. On top of everything, being as loud as fucking hell. Like, it sounded like a hurricane localized to my living room because I couldn't <laughs> be in my room. It's on the top floor. I couldn't use the basement because both my sister and brother-in-law were, were in meetings, and he's a sound engineer, so he needs quiet, otherwise he can't fucking do his job. And, um, I've got two loud little shit dogs, so they were barking literally the whole time, and I'm muted the whole time, just, like, listening to basically, like, you know that fucking meme, the dog in the fire? And he's just like, this is fine. I'm like, yeah, this is my fucking life. Josh would ask me a question, I'd unmute and be all like, yeah, abs- uh, yeah, no, I you can't hear me over the fucking dogs or the construction on my house. But um, here's my answer. Wow. Oh, that's so unfortunate. Oh, yeah, especially unfortunate. And that was just Friday. Yeah, I've been fucked all week. And uh, I am so tired. <laughs> I am so exhausted. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Maggie. No, don't be sorry. It's it's just May. Every year it's May. That's how I know the year is halfway done. I'm like, oh, fuck my life. Wow. Well, um, it's good to know that schools are getting radder in terms of inclusivity. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Because I remember when I was in high school, I was basically like one of the igniting sparks to create uh, non-gendered bathrooms. Oh, blessed. That's awesome. Because I came out in like my second year of high school and I'm like, I'm a girl now. And everyone's like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. We, we've never had this before. So everyone was very sweet and nice and accommodating. And then the GSA, the Gay Straight Alliance, basically, bless their souls, worked to have every bathroom just non-gendered. That's awesome. Well, and that's that's it's very important. That is very important. Nobody thinks about yeah. bathrooms. I lied. Everybody thinks about bathrooms. But like <laughs> hearing that schools, especially schools like with children now, and they start like, "What are your pronouns?" That's really that's really cool. Yeah. And it was it was tragic for like one of two reasons because it's it's good that like it's being introduced, but these kids also have no idea what it means. That's like true. they're just sort of absorbing the information, going, "Yeah, okay, makes sense." Josh was telling yeah. me that they because uh, because they do teach at these schools, right? They do like a recreational game dev program, which is blessed. So they were telling me that one of the projects they gave these kids was pick a game title, a noticeable game title from a AAA studio, and. Everything stays the same, but change the ethnicity or the look or the the ability of one of the protagonists from those games, and like re like re try and like tell that story through that person's vision. And it was just like it was a really cool concept for me. I was like, yo, that sounds phenomenal, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really cool. And then when they came back to me, they were like, yeah, no, it fucking absolutely flatlined. Every kid was like, I don't understand the point of this. Like, what the fuck am I looking at? I'm like, oh. Oh, no. Because <laughs> they don't get it, right? Like, it's it's something that has to be taught. So if they yeah, are not yeah. being taught that, then it's like, you don't really have to correct the behavior. Yeah, that's, that's really something that only works if, like, they already know about, like, what representation in media even is. Yeah. That, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I definitely wouldn't have known as a small baby child because I grew up in a, a white-ass small town, so, like, absolutely zero representation. Every, if anyone was like, yeah, change the ethnicity of this, I'd be like, what? Like, oh What God. is ethnicity? What is ethnicity, exactly, yeah. Pretty much. Interesting. Well, that's all of our weeks, then. Shall we move on to the main course? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's do... 
what the podcast is actually about. Yeah, this is the section where we talk about recent video game news, and some of us bring topics, and some of us uh, do not choose to participate in the activity, and people we will write emails into and ask for their violent ejection from the- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was looking. I couldn't find anything <laughs> interesting this week. Okay. You know it's all good. what? It's, you know what? It's your per- it's your lively personality and, and lovely quips. That... <laughs> yeah, I- I'm really just holding this podcast together, guys. <laughs> Single-handedly. Seriously, you uh, really yeah. just looked Ashley in the face and went, "You're lucky. You're cute." I was like, I can't believe you. <laughs> Oh my god, you don't know how many times I I turn to Louise when they do something, like, catastrophically stupid. Uh. And I'll look at you and be like, you know what? It's fine. Because you're small. And you're cute. <laughs> well. And you can be stupid. As long as you're cute. As long as you're cute. That's what I say to my cat. <laughs> my boyfriend yeah, tells me that too. <laughs> I also say that to my hedgehogs. Fair. Okay, before we dive into news, I, I just reminded myself of hedgehog thing. Oh yeah. Last night I was taking a very nice nap, and then I woke up and I thought to myself, I would like to play Final Fantasy XIV online. So I get out of my room and head to the living room. Mm-hmm. I turn the light on, and Jima, my black sesame-flavored little hedgehog friend... Flavored... <laughs> That's, her, that's what Jima means in Kanto. Oh, I thought you were, like, eating <laughs> the quills off your head. She was like, what the fuck, Juicy? Yeah, when, when we got her as a hoglet, she, she just looked like black sesame. And I'm like, you're black sesame now. Your name is Jima, and that's her name. Very cute. So she was crunching on her kibble. And as I turned the light on, she freaked out because hedgehogs don't like light. They are nocturnal creatures. And she, she ran from the kibble bowl to her little tent and i guess she was trying to hide inside the tent but she might have missed her head and just buried her head <laughs> under the door of the tent and i'm like jimo it's, it's okay you don't need to be embarrassed i'm your mom but if you're gonna hide at least do it properly because her whole ass was just sticking out <laughs> like she just put her head under the tent and she's like i'm hidden now that's so cute it's fucking adorable. I'm sorry, Jima, you're, you're so stupid. You're just, you're such a dumbass. So I, just, <laughs> I just pick her up and she's like, no, I'm going to get eaten by a hawk. And then I just literally <laughs> place her into the doorway and she's like, oh, and then she climbs in. What a stupid fucking creature. I love her so much. But did I imagine that like a, like a French child during the plague, like, no, the hawks have come for me. <laughs> like, oh, Jima, jeez. Exactly what it is. Like, if you don't let a hedgehog sniff you and identify your person before you pick them up, they're like, I am going to die. Well, fair enough. They have bad eyesight. They literally, like, can't see. They only use their eyes to discern light. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why they sniff all the time, because they're basically blind. Oh my god. They sniff and they hear. They're just po- they're just prickly moles. That's literally what they are. They're just prickly <laughs> moles, and they're adorable. And I love this them. just in hot podcast unveils the truth about hedgehogs. <laughs> they're actually just moles, but yeah. cuter. <laughs> moles are fucking cute. They are cute, but not as cute as the African pygmy hedgehog. I mean, Aww. I hold like a banana to Mamun, and she's just like, <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> Very cute. 
I thought you meant you hold her like a banana. I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, we hold the banana up to her and she just goes to town on that shit. Wow. They also like bok choy. Oh, me too. I also like bok choy. <laughs> we'll just take the entire stem and just like drag it to their cave. That's so cute. Uh, can I start us off with news? I only have one article. You you only brought one article, Tristan? You're gonna sit here and rag on Ashley for having nothing, but you've only got one article? Listen, I run this fucking podcast, okay? <laughs> I don't want to hear any shit from you. <laughs> Alright, hit it. Let's go. Alright, on Polygon from Michael McWherter, Yakuza sequels will be turn-based while Judgment focuses on action, says Sega. Wow. This is fucking wild. Do any of you like Yakuza? I love Yakuza, I don't know nearly enough about it. Okay, so Yakuza basically has mostly been an action game where you do the beat-em-up and you punch the men in the Japanese streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from an April Fool's image before on Twitter, it basically just reimagined Yakuza as an RPG. So now in Yakuza 7, like a dragon, it's just a fucking RPG. Wow. And apparently after the development team saw that tweet, they thought, you know what, that'd be pretty fucking rad actually. So just just like that, next Yakuza is now an RPG. And apparently, I guess it did well, because now the entire rest of the series spawned from this meme on Twitter is now wow. just an RPG now. That's kind of cool, though. That's a thing. It is really cool because, like, they had this formula and it was like, it was, it's a good formula. And now they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. And now their side thing that also takes place in the same universe is where all the action is. But it kind of doesn't make sense because in Yakuza, you're, you are a, you are a Yakuza man. You are a Japanese mobster. And it makes sense to beat the shit out of people on the street, right? Yeah. In Judgment, you are, you're a detective. Detectives, last I checked, did not <laughs> just crack skulls like it's nobody's business. Um, have you been paying attention to American news lately? <laughs> oh, I try not to look at American news almost all of the time, Maggie. Well, I mean, That's there valid. are some Toronto and Mon- <laughs> uh, Mon- Mississauga-based stories that are absolutely oh, the same flavor, so oh, take no. your well, Mon- fucking pick. Montreal, I can I can absolutely see happening, because Montreal is a lawless zone. <laughs> it's the Wild West out there in the East. You know, there's so much, like, deep lore about Montreal. It's, like, oh kind of... God. It's kind of great. Why did I just Google Montreal? I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I was trying to look This is the Montreal else. podcast now. No, it's not. <laughs> We're moving to Montreal. Oh my god, we'll do it. We'll move to Montreal and we'll join a game studio that doesn't respect us. Let's go! <laughs> I mean, at least Montreal, apparently they pay more and less rent money to live there, so... It's true. Yeah, I guess the, the house might be a good option. <laughs> do you not want to pay $2,000 for a studio apartment in Toronto? Well, you can pay $700 for a studio apartment in Montreal. Hooray. Apparently, though, there is a uh, there is a housing boom right now in Montreal for that specific reason. And everybody was like, pandemic, might as well move to Montreal now. And uh, it's also been in a red zone since last year, like April. They were like, COVID yeah. exists. This entire place is on fire. What do we do? Yeah, it's been not, not great. For any of our Montreal listeners, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, they had, a, they had a curfew where basically it was like, 
you would be followed and asked about where you're going if you leave your house at after 6 p.m. I think. Uh, yeah, I think it was 6 p.m. And it's like it's I didn't wild. need I didn't need more reason to be scared of the police, but here we are. For real, right? For real. Jeez. Anyways, that's my. At new. least you got bagels, though. At least you got those at bagels, least, though. At least you got those bagels. You got that smoked meat sandwich. You got that pretend. Ooh, that female bacon. <laughs> what else do you need? If, I mean, hey, police brutality? That's a matter if I have this delicious smoked meat sandwich. Wow. As long as you enjoy it before 6 p.m. true. Before <laughs> the police come. Then they will come and they will take that sandwich and beat you to death with it. Yeah, they will come. <laughs> nah! <laughs> not my sandwich. You beat me to death, but don't take my sandwich. Yeah, that honey roasted ham. That's my last slices. meal. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> they were like, you already had your last meal time for the death sentence. Pew pew. <laughs> Holy oh shit. <laughs> this is so sad. Jesus Christ. Any new listeners, Maggie and I are women of color, so I, I have my card. I am allowed to make some jokes. <laughs> card i'm allowed to make these jokes here's my here's my card holding it up to the camera oh for no God. one to see because we don't stream this <laughs> anyways <laughs> ashley maggie your your main courses please oh yeah absolutely i got a couple of things actually at the top of the list because I, I did this one earlier this week when i had a second to breathe um on on may 4th which was the tuesday i believe they put out a beautiful teaser trailer homage video to uh, Star Wars, the the beautiful team behind Biomutant. So if you weren't already excited about this game, which is coming out this month, that I, I we talked about this last last episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Biomutant put out this like blessed teaser trailer for it, and um, I was informed by a Star Wars authority that. It is basically verbatim the trailer for I think it was the, the the sixth or the third movie I don't remember which one it was, but like verbatim it was that trailer as done again with the assets in game from Biomutant, and that's fucking cute. So it's like a canon part of Star Wars lore. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's legit. Like, well, no, Biomutant doesn't canon to Star Wars, it's but deep lore. <laughs> it's deep lore. Yeah, no, but it was it was really it was really hype, and I guess the studio was just really excited because they were like, "Hey guys, it's May the Fourth, and also our game is coming out this month, so like, let's get excited about it." But it was good; it was really well done, and the the response to it was pretty great. And hey, honestly, fantastic marketing ploy because even if people hadn't been paying attention to what was coming out this month, everybody loves fucking Star Wars. They go fucking ham sandwich for May the Fourth. So uh, yeah, everyone loves Star Wars. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very well received. I like the character, um, the Captain Kirk. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I just, <laughs> I know, I know. I, do I don't the same like Star thing. Wars, but I do love Star Trek. To be fair, Star Trek is very good. I just like philosophy, man. Yeah, well, that's what Star Trek was. It's like, let's discuss the human nature. Condition. But also, yeah. all of this shit. It's so good. Ah, oh, so good. Star Trek's so good. Yo, my brother-in-law was rewatching it from scratch. There was this episode I literally sat in, sat in to watch with him. I have not seen Star Wars all the way th or Star Trek all the way through. My sister and both my brother-in-law have. No idea why. I don't have the commitment. But this fucking episode, this uh, I think the vice captain or something, the lieutenant vice captain, or whatever. She goes back to her home world, which is basically Scotland in space, Scotland in space, and yes. um, <laughs> right. And then she like finds her mom's old house or her grandmother's old house, and she finds this candle and she lights it. And then this fucking groundskeeper comes by and it looks like something out of fucking uh, BBC 1980s classic reruns of these fucking British 
televisions and they're like don't light that candle it's cursed and she's just like what in the fuck get out of my house and he's like it's cursed it'll bring death to you and your family it has to every one of the women in your family for years and she's like what anyways you find out there's a ghost who's haunting the candle and uh it sexually harasses these women until they become like stockholm syndrome in love with it so then they like want to live in this fucking house with this ghost candle but then she's like i can't stay here i have to go back to space so she takes the candle on board with her I have to go back to space <laughs> i mean that's what it is so um no so she puts the candle on board with her and then the candle starts because it's the ghost it starts fucking up the uh i don't know like there's an atmosphere like a like a fucking artificial atmosphere generator or something on the ship and everybody in the ship is like something is not going quite right we are unsure of what is happening here would anybody have any idea and then one of the girls that this lieutenant has been like just shooting the shit with she's like Wait, so you're fucking the ghost? Uh, your your dead grandmother's lover ghost that you brought onto the spaceship. You're fucking him. And she was like, Yeah, it's great. And she was like, This is you don't see the problem with this? <laughs> and then uh and it was the destroy the candle or some fucking shit. And she has this whole thing where she's like, get out of my house, I don't want to be with you. And he's like, I'm banished. But it was the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever experienced my entire life. And I was like, is this is this just par for the course? This is what every Star Trek is. <laughs> this is what it is. The top ten breakups. <laughs> top ten breakups. Anyways, fucking wild. Maybe. Famous last words. I am banished. <laughs> I am banished. <laughs> There's a famous Shakespearean play. Literally, the line is, I am slain. It's my favorite thing in the world. I yell all the time. I remember that. I am slain. Yeah. <laughs> there is um. There is a really good... There's a really good Star Trek episode where they go to a... I think they go to a planet and it's basically just perpetually like 1970s mobster chicago i love that so much and everyone is mobsters and like they arrive and it's like you're mobsters now welcome to our mobster plot line and it's it's just it's really good it's it's really good i love that that's fucking star trek be doing the lord's work out here okay (laughs) it was it was amazing the final frontier more like the finest frontier ayo ayo uh more game news <laughs> no sorry okay so this one this one affects both of y'all more than it does me because i could not give a flying fuck about nintendo right now um apparently they are looking to to further movies the further ips games. yeah further the political games they're trying to take over china um no oh god please <laughs> anything but china <laughs> sorry no they're uh they even announced that they want to do more movies with their IPs and they weren't just sticking to like Mario or whatever, but like, I guess the success of Detective Pikachu was so wild. They were like, yeah, we're absolutely going to do more Nintendo based IP movies, but it's not sure what they're fucking doing right now because they want to be able to tell stories that aren't the, the fucking quote that I read was pretty much summed up as we don't want to tell a story that would prevent us from making a game with that plot later but like the issue is that every single one of their fucking games is like the same plot so what the fuck like what were you looking to save like what 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 ip what beautiful thought process here are you looking to to preserve nintendo because it's gonna be the same fucking thing next year as it was this year let's be honest but um i'm holding out for that animal crossing horror film (laughs) that's what i'm doing hell yeah it's very interesting because, like, the Pokemon makes sense because y- you have, like, an entire fucking world to play with. But, like, Mario, what are you going to do? Be like, he says Peach. <laughs> That's the movie. 
Like, well, that's what kids I'm are saying. done that 10,000 times. Like, there's, unless you, like, make up a new character and spin off or whatever, like. Oh my god. <laughs> your Mario C's? Your self insert Mario C's? Oh my god. Finally. Finally, our time to shine. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know what the fuck they've got in mind, but, like, I really can't fathom where the hell they're going with it. And either way, I gotta say, like, I watched Detective Pikachu in theaters with my boyfriend. Not because either of us loved Pokemon, but more just because it was something to do. Fair. And, uh, it was cute. Liked it. Wasn't my favorite. Also fair. It was whatever. Like, it, like Ryan Reynolds makes the movie because it's Ryan fucking Reynolds, alright? Yeah. God. I would do things for that, man. I'm so sorry. Anyways, um, no, but, like, <laughs> my, my point is just, like, that, that movie was fun because of the actors they got to play in it. And Pokemon is such a beloved franchise that, like, I felt that was the reason people were so excited for it. I don't think it's because it's a Nintendo movie, so I want no idea what the fuck they're gonna jump on for, like, Mario, per se. Because, like, who the fuck is gonna be like, yo, I wanna play Mario live-action? We've seen how that goes. <laughs> like, nobody wants that. They did say it was going to be animated films, but I really have no idea what the fuck they could possibly do with it. I feel like they could pull off a Zelda movie. I... Maybe Zelda. Just because it's such a rich world, I guess. As um, Like, all their their games have been beautiful. Yeah. As, like, a Samurai Jack type, maybe? <gasps> oh, that would be fun. Yeah. I'd fucking pl- I'd watch that. I'd, I'd pay money to watch that. That's fucking cute. Pay me, Nintendo. <laughs> okay, sorry. So my, my, my last story because I was really gonna try and follow the uh, the Apple versus Epic Games oh yes lawsuit but I, I truly it's it's such a tome of text and the actual lawsuit like the court proceeding started on the on the Monday of this last week so there's just so much to cover right now I don't have the brain capacity to do it so I do want to give that like more information but that's gonna have to fucking wait. So instead, you're gonna get this this cool little tidbit story, which is small and, and bite-sized and mm, delicious. So, Open Bionics, which is a prosthetic company, they do prosthetics for individuals with um, with missing limbs, or so they have um, they have partnered with Konami to um, basically help create some biotech that would essentially just act as different prosthetic types for individuals who would need prosthetics, and um, they recently came out with one like f- for the record they this fucking company is phenomenal they have been putting in so much work for their own research not even considering the the crossovers that they've done now with konami and i think also f- uh, what studio did do sex hold on eddie's montreal eddie's montreal okay yeah idos idos montreal idos thank you eddie's eddie's so idos yeah, it's a subsidiary of Square Enix. Bless you. Bless you and your soul for knowing that, because I did not. So, <laughs> Eidos Montreal is one of the first uh, companies they teamed up with to try and create a prosthetic that was um, reminiscent of DuoSX. And uh, now they've teamed up with Konami, because get this, the prosthetic they did this time was based off of uh, Metal Gear Solid. That's really cool. It was! It was really cool. And then they, I guess they gave it off to a famous TikToker. So, um, what's, what is their name? Lycan Olive, um, famous TikToker, I guess, got the, got the first official Metal Gear prosthetic covering. Yeah, the way they talk about the actual prosthetic and how it works. 
it basically using um, muscle memory acts as a full like full hand full five fingers full mobility versus some some other prosthetic types that don't do as much as that but it's it's really like it's high-tech shit for open bionics and it's really cool that it's based off of fucking video game shit i don't know really excited about video that game shit's rad it is yeah being able to pick that out and just being like, no, I want like this specific brand iconic like arm to put on, like that must be so cool. Yeah, the the way she was describing it is apparently um it's just basically a black prosthetic, but it's the like there's an additional sleeve that goes over top of it, and that's what makes the colors similar to like Big Boss and what have you. Solid snake. And um apparently those are replaceable so she can put on different sleeves for it and i think the other options were like metal gear solid is one of the base ones but she also has the option to change to venom snake you've got iron man you've got bb8 so there are a bunch of different um like they're basically color swatches so you can change them off and she can wear whatever she feels like that day and that that's what i'm looking for that's the kind of accountability accessibility that's pretty rad yeah I would just want to shout out for, like, TikTok shit, because I, I've been on it a little bit more than I should be lately, but the amount of diversity I've actually seen on the app is so fucking wild. I've seen, like, various people who are showing off how their prosthetics work and, like, how they put it on, and I'm like, for someone like me, I've never actually met someone in real life who's had a prosthetic who has been, you know, close enough to, like, show me how it works. And like that's that shit's really interesting to see. I love it. Yeah, prosthetics are so fire. I had a friend who did um, engineering in university specifically because he wanted to go into prosthetics. Damn, that's really cool. Yeah, shout out to Victor. You go, Victor. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this, Victor, send a message to hotpodcastmail at gmail dot com. He's absolutely not not listening to this. He is such a <laughs> smart person with such big aspirations. There's no fucking way. This podcast will rot his brain. <laughs> He'd be like, I, I can't even speak to my uh, my computer scientist girlfriend anymore because now all I see is basic language caveman speech. <laughs> Sheesh! Sheesh! <laughs> As we've learned. I have some articles that I forgot were hiding behind my couch but i have them and they're here are you all ready? right yeah i'm, yeah. I'm ready uh, real couch quick couch. these are from destructoid by the way oh cute uh horrific resident evil village mod sees thomas the tank engine return <laughs> as lady dimitrescu <laughs> I, so. I mean yup <laughs> i'm not surprised this is apparently off the heels of Barney the Dinosaur. Yeah! That was also a and, mod. Yeah, and now there's uh, Thomas the Thomas the Tank Engine. So thanks, Resident Evil community. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, <laughs> you would think they'd be too busy shweeting their meat about fucking Lady <laughs> Vampire, babe. So uh, I'm surprised they even have mods out this fast. Yeah, right? And uh, GDQ, for anyone who is not aware, is uh, stands for Games Done Quick, and it is a phenomenal speedrunning charity event that happens every year, and it's dope as hell. There is an all-women's GDQ called Frame Fatales, I love returning that. in August, and they previously had similarly named Fatales all-women speedrunning events, which 
is fucking dope. The Fleet Fatales event in November 2020 successfully raised over $80,000 for the Malala Fund, a nonprofit organization that fights to ensure women and girls across the globe are afforded access to safe, free, and high quality education, regardless of status, background, nationality, or economy. So, that's awesome. That's fuck yeah, GDQ. Like, yeah. every single year I, I give to GDQ because hell yeah, dude. You kidding me? Speedrunning to cure cancer? <laughs> I love that. That's a good sentence. It's rad. It's rad. They always, like, every year, it's like, it's always to go towards, I think it's PCRF, Pediatric Cancer Research Fund. Wow. And this year, actually, they did, they held it digital and it was the corona relief done quick. Blast. So, fuck yeah, GDQ. Y'all rock. You stand GDQ. Six Stadia developers have left Google to join <sighs> Jade Raymond's Haven Studios. Wow. I Fucking. Hear about this one. What? <laughs> I just. <laughs> I I don't even. I don't even, like, I don't even need to say anything about the article. This is just fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Google brought in Jade Raymond, for anyone who is not aware, as, like, an authority and a consultant for video game things. Because you think Google knows shit about video games? Yeah. But, <laughs> and, and now it's just like, she's gone and made her own studio and taking your people with her. That's so funny. <laughs> so fucking good. I <sighs> love it. Um, poetic. This is the quality I subscribe for. Yeah. I mean, I love how like every episode is just more and more of the downfall of Stadia. <laughs> Absolutely. It's honestly a wonder how it's survived this long, really. It's a wonder how we haven't changed the name of this podcast to Fuck Google Stadia. <laughs> Fuck the Stadia cast. Fuck the Stadia cast. Alright, my last article is something I have had a personal relation to, given my constant coverage of a certain popular <laughs> okay. online game. Yeah. So, Square Enix has been doing a, um, a candy bar promotion with Final Fantasy XIV Online, and I thought, but why? This event basically needs you to submit five dollars worth of receipts for butterfinger what to their web- <laughs> single butterfinger <laughs> singular butterfinger so you got to show that you've you've paid butterfinger five dollars and you send it into the final fantasy site and then after about three to five days they will send you a code for the ch- chokor poker mount which is a little round plant monster but it's a chocolate version so it's it's shit brown (laughs) and there has been so much chaos on twitter and online about people buying up all the stock of butterfinger in shops and just just absolute chaos so many memes about like buying butterfinger and like what do i do with all this butterfinger now fucking throw in a fire because butterfinger is disgusting (laughs) Yeah, I've never had Butterfinger. I I don't know what that tastes like, but... It's like, um... Okay, okay. No, it's like cheap dollar store candy with, like, super stale wafers. But it's also, like, really oily. Ew. Yeah. It's fucking gross. So, like, I I mean, our, like, sorry. All my respect to Butterfingers, because this was a, a very clever marketing ploy on their, on their side, but, um... <laughs> Ew. Yeah, fair. 
<laughs> like, listen, if this had happened with like Twix or Mr. Big chocolate bars, are you fucked? I don't even play the game. Fair. <laughs> I would have yeah. decimated the market. Oh, the only um, I don't, I don't like sweets. I'm at that point now. Fair. Where I just hate them, and I, oh. I, I look at a, I look at a candy, and I'm like, put that in me, and then I eat, and I, I just hurt. Well. But the one chocolate bar I will always enjoy, no matter what age I am at, probably. Is Three Musketeers. <laughs> Three Musketeers, so good. Really? Goddamn. Three Musketeers, fucks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what Three Musketeers is. It's like a marshmallow bar, kind of. It's like a Jigglypuff with a chocolate bar. Oh, yeah, like... I do remember Three Musketeers. I don't like marshmallow. That's my issue. Yeah, I, same. I'm pretty I'm sure... Just... Hold on. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up because I'm pretty sure it doesn't nougat. actually have marshmallow. I love a good nougat. Love a good nougat. It is a it is okay. Let's see. Chocolate covered fluffy whipped mousse. All right, I could probably get that. So it's mousse. That. Okay, yeah, it's it's very soft. Yeah, I don't I don't fuck with soft chocolate bars. Okay, fine. Uh, okay. sorry. I I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. It's just like, listen. Okay, all right. You need the hard bars. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm gonna buy this chocolate bar and stick it in a bag of groceries and then come home and it's like crumbled and gooey. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. I need a crunch bar because uh, then if it does get a little bit like broken up, it's chips. It's like delicious. I don't have to worry about like, eh, eh. You need that Mr. Crunch that'll like shatter into a billion shards of glass in your mouth and stick to your teeth for years. Well, no, not Mr. Crunch because I don't like caramel, but like, no, have you ever, you've never had a Crunch bar? Come on. Yeah, not like a crunchy, a crunch. The, yeah, yeah, like the, the blue packaging the blue Crunch one. bar yeah. is like, oh, yeah. with like that's rice and chocolate. Oh, that's the best one. That, that is a good one. I know. Those are good. A lot, coffee Crisp is also a very good one. You know what? Coffee I never used to like good. Coffee Crisp, but it's it's growing on me. Is, isn't Coffee Crisp like a Canada thing? Yeah, it is. I think so. Yeah. Hey, American listeners, Coffee Crisp fucks. It's pretty fucking good. It's very good. It's, really it's like good. wafers and very mildly coffee flavored. Very mildly. But it's, it's good. Oh, it's so, so good, good, dude. Yeah. It's so good. Anyways, welcome to the chocolate bar cast. Wait, hold on. I gotta ask this question. And this, this, yeah. this is the question. I don't even care if we have listener questions today. This is the question. Top three favorite chocolate bars go. Okay, this is easy for me. Mm. As I just said, Three Musketeers. Yeah. Uh, Arrow. Fair. Oh. Good call. And these are all on the same level, by the way. This isn't like one, two, three. Oh, okay. And the third one is the white chalk, the the cho- the cookies and cream Hershey's bars. Cookies and cream Hershey's bars. Not bad. Not bad. Those fuck. Those mm. fuck. I hear what you're saying. I have to respectfully disagree about the Hershey's bars just because I used to eat them like fucking nonstop <laughs> as a child. So uh-huh. now the flavor, I'm like, mm, could go without this. That sounds like your own fucking fault now, doesn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. One hundred percent is my fault. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. How about you, Ashley? What do you got? What do you got? Uh, see, I am very much a sweet person, so I like a wide a range of chocolate bars. But okay, um, okay, okay. Drugstore, you walk in, you weren't even gonna buy chocolate, but you have to pick something up. It's there, the chocolate bar section. You tell yourself only the one, only the one. <laughs> What is it? But three of them. But three of them. Um, <laughs> three, yeah. Uh, probably Crunch would be one of them. I okay. do love the Crunch. Hmm. Uh, 
Uh, Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups. Good call. Oh yeah. Yeah, those fuck hardcore. Yeah, I fucking love a peanut butter cup. They're so good. Can I can I change my answer? Let Ashley finish yeah. hers and then yeah. Every, everyone can have a peanut butter cup. Absolutely. And then, oh, see, I do love cough crisp. I love Kit Kat. But my childhood favorite one was a mint arrow bar, which I think mint I gotta go with that one. Arrow. Have you ever put arrow bars in the freezer and then when you pull them out and you're like, crunch? I have, but I like the I like yep, the melty no. really? better. Mm-hmm. I prefer the crunch. It's my issue. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Alright, Maggie, your, yeah. your chocolate bars. Here they are. Are you ready for this? I don't think you're ready for this. Um, yes. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so it's definitely... Uh, it's actually in this order. This is this is my preferred order. Crunch bars, number one, no question. They are the go-to. Um, right behind that, Mr. Big. I fucking love Mr. Big. Mm. Yeah. Mr. I, Big actually are very good. Right? I, I prefer them over O. Henry's. I really do. Oh, yeah, so... Oh, <laughs> Trissy, <laughs> I gave I gave baby bitch answers. <laughs> you okay. sure fucking okay. did. You, we, really can, did we can we can go back. We can go back. Okay, sorry. So it's yeah, it, it's Crunch, talk. it's Mr. Big, and then uh, definitely Ashley is correct. Reese's peanut butter cups, like no yeah, question. Yeah, the peanut butter They're cups. So good. Holy shit. They're so good. They're too good. They're too good. Okay, my new answer. I am woke. <laughs> um. Number one with a fucking bullet, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Fair. And these are ranked now. I've leveled up. (laughs) You've leveled up. Uh, Number two is Three Musketeers, still. And number three is O. Henry, because Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Are you kidding? O. Henry's good. (laughs) O. Henry is the, like, when you're high bar. Oh my god! (laughs) Not Not even a joke. Not even a joke. My darling, sweetest, precious Amanda bought me she works at this like health food place she bought me these fucking chocolate covered caramel popcorn snack what it's fucking good it's so good it's like super healthy like really really low cholesterol like almost no calories no sugar but it's fucking phenomenal i got high and like i had gone maybe two months having like one of those little chocolate balls and being fine Literally, I ate, like, three bags, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah, I, um, when, when I could still hang out with my friends in public. Back in the day. Way back when. Back in the day, before the calamity. <laughs> um, we would put on a, the good old playlist of Conjun House in its entirety. <laughs> and just get high as fuck, smoke on the balcony, and... And we would, previously to the arrangement, go to the nearest gas station and purchase their entire stock of <laughs> O. Henry 420 bars. Oh my god. Shit. Because Jesus fucking Christ, those 420 bars are like, like, that's it, dude. What the those fuck? Those fucked. Wow. So, like, conditional new list number one is the 420 bars but only if i'm high fair enough fair enough (laughs) they're just so fucking good dude can't even fight you on that honestly like snacks snacks hit different when you're high they really do everything hits different when you're high (laughs) yeah well okay (laughs) anyways um is that all the news we have yeah yeah that's all the news i had anyhow all right ashley Yup, that's all the news I had. <laughs> Alright, cool. Thank you very much for all of your 
contributions okay, to you, the, okay, you know the what? Show. My contribution is keeping the time fucking down because we're already at an hour and a half. All right. It is. You know what? It is. You're very valuable, actually. We love you. You're very sweet. You're like a chocolate bar. <laughs> like a three musketeers. Soft and marshmallowy. I am yeah. all three musketeers. All three of your musketeers. <laughs> But you gotta have class diversity. You need a tank, you need a healer, you need a DPS. Oh my god. <laughs> wait, 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 which one are you? Tank, healer, or DPS? Go. Oh, like in this group? <laughs> yeah, in, in this group. The three of us. Um, I'm the tank. Yep, yeah. <laughs> no questions asked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am also the smallest person in this group. Oh, yes, that's also true. Checks out. It's just gotta be like that, though. I'm, I, my spirit is a tank class. <laughs> that's just how it is. So I was born to be... I was born to take that damage. That's so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Maggie, are you a DPS or a healer? Uh, or a tank? I'm definitely not a tank. I'm I'm a glass cannon, maybe. Um, okay. So you're DPS, maybe? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, f I feel like I'd be the healer class just because I'm always the one who's got like a sewing kit and a band-aid on me. Band-aids on me. Uh, but, um, nice. but I don't know. Ashley, would you be DPS or healer? I mean... I have, like, zero confrontational skills, so, like... I mean, you can be healer, that's fine. I'll be DPS, I don't mind. <laughs> We're versatile. I, I do have medical training, so, uh... There you go, right? You. That's that's Ashley with the veterinary background, yeah, yeah. actually do. So I'm DPS, that's where it is. And we are all filthy animals, so you can handle us well. <laughs> My anatomy is most akin to a dog, so you'll be fine. Uh, anime. Anime oh, yeah. dessert porn. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, have you watched any more of Evangelion? No, actually. <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we've been too depressed to watch more depressing stuff. Oh, so totally I fair. decided to watch a different kind of depressing thing called Odd oh. Taxi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Odd Taxi is a very soft animal people anime where you follow Orokawa, who is a walrus man, walrus and man. he just owns a private he just has a privately owned taxi and he just he just taxis people and throughout every episode you listen in on him and his his clients uh, his passengers conversations and they're all very different flavors of people in the first episode there's a person who's very addicted to social media and his whole thing is about getting that viral post it's very midnight gospel oh and it's um in its presentation and midnight gospel is another phenomenal uh, netflix animated series where basically this person named connor uh, don't ask me i i truly remember nothing about the characters in that show and infinitely more about the context of or the conversations it starts with clancy his name is clancy, clancy! how did i forget clancy and he runs a space-time <laughs> podcast where he goes to different timelines and dimensions and interviews people for his podcast that one person listens to so Plus. it's very it's much like, like us. us really oh my god yeah, exactly. you're clancy <laughs> but it was it was very good because it every episode is just a different philosophy a different way of living a different a different lifestyle basically and it was very cool it, it all always ultimately looped back around to philosophy which yeah. i love i'm a philosophy girl yep, yep. but odd taxi is definitely a version of that more focused on the social relationships and social hierarchies that we find ourselves in in a very heavily um, heavily populated like urban area and that kind of landscape so it tackles those kinds of themes and it's just it's very it's very chill even when the show talks about like very serious topics it's very nice to look at 
the soundtrack is very nice the opening if you haven't seen it just to give a just to get a, a, a taste of what it's like the opening is just so soft and musical and beautiful i love it if this show had the look of um of odd taxi but the content of midnight gospel that would just straight up be my perfect show that's quality yeah those are probably like i love it odd taxi is amazing the characters are great the writing is great i do have to watch it yeah that's awesome yeah, it's very pleasant. And if anyone hasn't watched Midnight Gospel, absolutely do that if you have Netflix. That show is amazing. It is, just be aware. I'm, I'm a very soft person. Like, you bring up a heavy topic and I will immediately start crying. But, like, that show ruined me. Like, it was so... Like, obviously, philosophy, beautiful, gar like, gorgeous. It's just, it's so emotionally exhausting, some of the topics they talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, like the final episode, Trucy? Holy oh, shit. Yeah, I, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I like literally, I was sobbing for probably two hours. I was like, what the f- I can't. Like, I would go back and think about it and be like, I'm broken. <laughs> I'm just broken now. Yeah, that, that, the last episode is definitely the one where they just brought down the hammer. Oh yeah, 110. It was so good, though. It's, it's a very good show. Yeah. Yeah, that's my anime. Ashley? Ashley, I gotta ask. <laughs> I gotta ask if you've been watching any anime. I haven't been watching the anime, but can I talk about anime adjacent? Sure. It, it's a cartoon, but I, I finally caught up and watched the third season of Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Oh. And okay. if you guys have not seen that, oh my god, this is an amazing show. I, I know I've been missing out. Watch it! For one, it's fucking diverse as hell. Out of the three main human characters, two of them are black. Oh, two what? of them are women. Let's go. One is um canonically gay. <gasps> like the straight up in the show is like I am gay, like and has a romantic partner. Oh my and God. then the other two are like fandom coded as queer because one wears trans colors and one was seen in bi colors. Oh cute. So it's and like the music slaps like the storyline is your generic like friends can beat everything but it's ugh, it's so good it's three seasons it's so good it's about um people were run underground due to the wonder beasts They're, they've been living underground they're burrow people and the main character kipo comes up onto land and tries to figure out how to unite people and beasts and oh my god it's girl logan it sounds like girl logan yeah i was just gonna say. <laughs> I, I fucking love it that's Sounds so awesome. cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cute. K-I-P-O. Kipo in the Age of Wonder Beasts. I also, I, I convinced uh, my nephews to also watch it. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that. I'm like, you, you need to get into these things. Like, my nephews, I don't know, five and seven ages, difficult to remember. But, like, they've always been, like, generic kid shows. But then they mentioned that they watched She-Ra, and I'm like, you've watched She-Ra? I've watched Shira. That like you're starting to to get onto the more quote unquote uh, adult topics really of, instead of just like what are those dog shows called? I can't remember what their names are. Paw Patrol. You, yeah, that's the one. Oh, fucking God. nerd shit. So they fucking they, they so they Eric stepped up from Fresh. that. And I'm like, if you watched <laughs> if you watched Shira, like I'm like you need to watch Kipo. So I convinced them to watch it, and they now they're hooked on it too. So. Awesome. Very good. I love that. That's so cute. I'm I'm gonna order another serving of cartoon custard and just add that I've also been watching the new She-Ra show and Jesus fucking Christ, that show is good. Yeah, right? It is so good. I didn't expect it to tackle 
the topics and w with the seriousness that it has. Because it's like, oh yeah, princesses and stuff. Nice, you know. Nah, nah, dude, that shit will fuck you up. I'm like, yeah. Because I, I think just in a passing conversation, I turn to Louise and I'm just like, man, I really love a kid's show where everyone just fucking just loses and dies horribly and everything goes awfully wrong. Which is what happens in Final Fantasy VI and is why that game is great. And uh, She-Ra, I didn't expect, did that. And everything went horribly wrong. And it's great. <laughs> I love it. So God bless. Yeah, it's very good. I would argue that Kipo is better than She-Ra, <gasps> uh, personally. So yeah, you should definitely jump over once you're once you're done Shira. Yeah, I I definitely will. Uh, Scorpia, good. <gasps> Lesbian. Uh, yeah, Scorpia. Yes. What's Entrapta? That's my favorite. Entrapta's very good. I love her. She's just she's just purple hair Miku, and she exclusively eats cupcakes and drinks fizzy drinks, and she's just such a goblin. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. Anyways good good show good stuff um is that is that maggie do you have a thing oh you know what i did actually like last night i got home and i passed the fuck out but when i woke up i gave myself a little bit of respite and i watched uh the first episode of it is an anime because i haven't been watching uh, a whole lot of cartoons recently but i haven't watched shira or kipo either so like maybe i should yes definitely I definitely told myself I was going to watch Shira, and then actually never got around to it. So, um... Uh, yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> right? It's on my list, but the thing is, if I'm not, like, I'm not on Netflix a lot, so... But anyway. The the, the anime is called Those Snow White Notes. The, the, the gist of it is that this, this dude comes to Tokyo after the death of his grandfather, because he is a shamisen player, and... Oh! Hell yeah! Yeah, so like his grandfather taught him the shamisen and told him like, you know, your sound isn't your sound, it's just a replication of me, so until you can learn how to do that, don't play the shamisen after I die. And he's just like, yo, that's really fucking harsh, grandpa. But then he goes to Tokyo and he like, basically, so far, he's just experiencing a life he's never known because he was like, raised in the countryside. The shamisen playing is so gorgeous. And the opening is a banger that includes cute uh, J-pop girl rap with shamisen uh, music in the background, and like, it's okay. just it's just good. Like, I'm okay. learning about this instrument. Yeah, like I'm just yeah, learning about really cool. this instrument now, and it's fucking amazing. Like, I, I'm literally out here like, okay, cool. Guess I'm just listening to shamisen playlists on YouTube for the next fucking month. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been on lately. That's I'm gonna pick that up. <laughs> Yeah, rad. we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so fucking excited for it. Honestly, I like. I was literally like, I guess now I just have to look up traditional instruments from a bunch of different cultures because uh, I I truly know nothing at all about the shamisen. But like, just listening to the character play it, I was like, this is such a gorgeous story that's being told with music. I I would love to hear more of this. So I'm excited about it. Love when a show does that. Yeah, it's not often. It's really not. Okay, let's take some questions. Yeah, let's do it. We got a question in from Raylan. Raylan, a uh, friend of the podcast. Hello, Raylan. Oh. Thank you very much hello, for listening. Hello. Thank you for sending in questions, Raylan. Hopefully, it's not about shit this time. Uh, it will not be about <laughs> shit this time. Was. Uh, she did message me and uh, said that she enjoyed the podcast and that 
We have a very good dynamic. Thank you very much, Raven. We try our best. We really fucking do, though. Hey, here's my question for the podcast. What are some video games or anime that are widely considered bad or even terrible by most, but you have a fondness for, whether it be nostalgia-based or sentimental value? For me, I love Sonic R for the Sega Saturn, while most oh people God. can't stand the game. Sincerely, Raylan. Thanks very much, Raylan. Uh, that's very valid, though. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, there are a lot of movies that I, um, Real Steel comes to mind. Real Steel is oh a, my not, God. not a good movie, but I fucking love Jack- it because <sighs> Real Steel is dope. I like to see Big Robot Punch do boxing. <laughs> that's uh, fair. Video games. Do any of you have a have an answer off the top of your head? For videos game? Video games or anime. Widely considered bad, but you have a fondness for. Um I'm trying to think if there was an anime that I was obsessed with that everybody else thought was tragic garbage. Because that would probably be my shit more than a videos game. I think it's like probably uh, Final Fantasy Twelve at this point right now, because <laughs> I love that game. But like, I can see how like not great it is, and how it was when it first came out. Like, I'm really tempted to send you my my PS2 version of it and then demand you play it through. <laughs> yeah, I already have a PS2 version, and I will not. So you're play fucking. It. You already know. <laughs> you I, already know. I will not play it because I have the remake, and I would not dare subject myself to the original. <laughs> But like, I I just I just love Ivalice and I love the world and I love everything about Final Fantasy XII and Final Fantasy Tactics is easily my favorite Final Fantasy. Mm. Like I just I love that world and Tactics phenomenal game. Twelve not great. It's really not <laughs> good. Like at like at all. Honestly, it's it's pretty awful. It's like if Xenoblade was done awfully. <laughs> but also like I feel like that's kind of really unfair because Xenoblade honestly like fucking rips. I'm talking about Xenoblade 1 by the way for the Wii. I we we already know <laughs> Xenoblade fucks, dude. God, it's just like polished MMO combat in a single player RPG. Good. That's the good version. 12, the, the bad one. But Fran is in it. And Fran is a big bunny woman and I like yeah. that. So that makes the game good. I play the game for Fran. I play the game for Fran. I play, play the game, game for, for friends. Aw. Also, Balthier is, like, the gayest drama kid. Like, come on now. <laughs> Look at him. He's gay. Yeah. He's so gay. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, you're not yeah. wrong. Yeah. And for anime, uh, Gurren Lagann. Because, Jesus Christ, that anime is, um, has not aged well. And it's pretty yikes at a lot of times. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, but everybody Oof. loves Gurren Lagann. Oof. Yeah, I mean, sure. I love Gurren Lagann. It was a very formative piece of media for me growing up as a child. Now looking back at it, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. And I just look at the part where <laughs> it's two scenes. When Simon becomes a man. And the anti-spiral fight. Oh, I see. Like, those are the ones that you can go back to and love. Yes, that's that's it. That's, like, that's it. I also really like when you meet Rosuo in the cave, and he, like, Rossu has that entire fight with... Good. That, that's such a good... That's a good scene to me. That's what I think of when I think of Gurren Lagann that's is... That's very good. getting in the mech, and everybody being, being like, that's the face of God! And he's just yeah. like, no, dude, it's a fucking Gundam. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... 
That's good. Honestly, if anyone listening likes Gurren Lagann, but you want just just something better in every single <laughs> aspect, watch Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> because, and like I say this with zero exaggeration and the utmost sincerity, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is without a doubt in my mind peak television animation it is the ideal that every single tv show should strive to be <laughs> because rise is just it's just phenomenal it never stops being good and then it's over and you're like fuck <laughs> now what do i do exactly it's just it's 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 phenomenal if you and it also has a lot of like Gurren Lagann callbacks and vibes and I would even say it does some of its parts better than better than Gurren Lagann. Controversial oh, that's pretty take. high praise. That is a controversial take. This this show, like, Rise is so good. Please watch Rise, everybody. Okay. That's my that's my anime cartoon stuff. I'm good. Ashley, do you have do you have a game that everybody likes but you don't? Or sorry. That nobody likes but you do. <laughs> hard to find something for this answer because I often follow just trends for both anime and games. If people are talking about it a lot, I'll be like, I'll pick it up and try it out. And then a lot of times I have similar opinions to the public. So <laughs> I just... <laughs> I mean, I can't think of something off the top of my head that I've like super loved that everybody's just shit on. I'm very generic. <laughs> of things that I like, a lot of other people like. It's the reason why I pick things up, because everybody's talking about it. I'm like, it's probably good if people are talking about it. You know what? I can probably find a shit game that you've played that you like. Okay, what are you- you, you played N64, right? What's your favorite N64 games? Just hit me with titles. I, I mean, I didn't have that many games for the N64. Like, we had, like, uh, a Mario game. Mario? Trash. <laughs> Hey, you Pikachu, Pokemon Stadium. <gasps> Pokemon Stadium was fire. Damn it, Ashley, and say a also bad game. Pokemon Stadium 2, <laughs> uh, Mario 64. Fuck. Like, we had the very generic games. Why does your family never take risks? Play Glover. <laughs> Play BioFreaks. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I, our family was very Nintendo, but also at the same time, very much like three brands in Nintendo. Like, I didn't play a Zelda game until Breath of the Wild. Like, it was just, like, outside of my realm wow. for so long. I, tr I tried to get a Kirby game. It ended up being Kirby Tilt and Tumble for the, the, oh the game where we had to, like, tilt your, your thing shit. and jump, like, flip it. I wanted a regular Kirby game, but that's that's what my child oh my brain was like. Kirby, God. buy this one. I, for one... Loved it, also fucking hated it because it, like, made me <laughs> yeah. cry because I could not pass any of the fucking levels. It was too hard for my small child. Ugh. Well, there we go. We I found mean, one. Well, I mean, I didn't really like it. <laughs> but but it was bought for me, so I had to play it. Like, so, it couldn't so, just be like... So you oh, had yeah. to love it. Exactly. Because that's all you're getting, motherfucker. Like... Yeah, it, it was my game for the, I don't know, birthday or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maggie? That's me. Um, okay. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. I gotta be honest. So the game is Thrillville. Oh, hell yeah. Because, like, so many people shit on Thrillville, but if you played Thrillville, fuck you, it's a thrill. <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> it's a Thrillville. It's a Thrillville! It's so fucking... There's literally a... a there is a mechanic in that game where you can go up to random uh, park goers and you can flirt with them. And as a small child, I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna pick up everybody. And uh, the reactions that you get are like real people being like, what the fuck? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> and I love that so much. Um, yeah, so I guess Thrillville is the game that I don't, I don't feel like a lot of people like, but I fucking adore that game. And then um, the anime would be uh, I don't know if I don't know if you've ever heard of this fucking anime. It's called Papua. Nope. Yep. No. That's about right. Um. Anybody who's watched it is like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't understand why the fuck you made me watch this. Like, like this New is Guinea? tragic garbage. New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> that's not quite right. Uh, that's a place, isn't it? No, no. Sorry. Anyways, it's just a stupid, stupid garbage anime. That's like not good by any means but like it's got a special place in my heart there's like a lot of um it's it's absolutely not a good anime to watch and now it would probably be frowned upon for various reasons but um oh, yeah Papua. what the fuck yeah. <laughs> this okay all right <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's not good. Sorry, yeah, it, the premise looks, was um, bad, yeah, <laughs> problematic. Pretty, yeah, yeah. The premise was that this kid wakes up on this island and has no recollection of where where he is or what the fuck is going on, but uh, proceeds to be taken care of by this little potato-looking baby in a Hawaiian skirt, and uh, he's just like, "Oh, I guess we're friends now, Papua." And he's just like, "If I tell him his real name, he'll remember all of his terrible." memories and then you're like wait what the fuck happened to this kid so he calls him a stupid fucking name and um he's just like that's your name see it's written on your underwear and he's like yes i can't argue with my fucking underwear so the entire series is them living on this ridiculous island with over-the-top cartoon characters that are problematic <laughs> definitely a uh, bad uh satirical takes on a lot of different types of people um and then uh oh no he basically Oh yeah, it's not great. Like, there's literally several drag queen characters, and um, one like they have a maid, but he just happened to work for the company that the kid is like from in the real world. But he doesn't want him to get, regain his memories, and he wants to run away from it, so he just becomes the fucking male maid. But he is literally being sexual harassed in every single episode, <laughs> and it's funny because he's a boy. Um, anyways, it's not it's not a good it's not a good show. It's it's tragic. It's really bad, but it's it's got a special place in my heart. Aww. Mostly because the little boy is. I only ever watched it English dub, and the the little baby potato Papua has this kind of voice, and it's so jarring and oh, terrible. No. But he'll like I don't know. Every fucking episode they're having barbecue, and he would just be like barbecue. And now every time somebody's like, oh barbecue, I'm like <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> like I can't stop myself. So um, yeah, <laughs> them's me. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you for that question, Raylan. Yeah. Thanks, Raylan. And yeah. um, 
I think we should end the podcast now. <laughs> like forever. <laughs> this is the last episode. <laughs> I'm just looking at the time and it's like, we keep doing this. God damn it. Yeah, we can't seem to control yeah. ourselves. I'm sorry. We just, I just rambled too much. I'm so sorry. Alright, next week I will talk about FF14. Oh my god. <laughs> because I, have, I, I wanted to cram it into this episode, but we are short on time. But I just hit the most recent expansion, and it is a lot. And I have a lot of thoughts, and it is amazing. So, stay tuned. Stay tuned for more FF14. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get enough of it on this podcast, really. Honestly, like I just feel like it, it's the unsung hero. It's true. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you can find me at Trucy with three U's on Twitter and Trucy.ca for my work. Mm-hmm. Ashley? And Ashley? You can find me over on Twitter at AshleBashles. Blessed. And Maggie? You can find me on all social media at Mr. Treefingers or Mr. Treefingers Art. That's itch, Tumblr, Instagram, Artful, wherever you're looking. And if you want to send in a question to the podcast, you can do so at hotpodcastmail at gmail.com. That's hotpodcastmail at gmail.com. And thanks to the listeners for choosing to go on this, to, to choosing to subject yourself to our chaos on a weekly basis. <laughs> thanks to like, Brussels. Yeah. yeah and Sao Paulo. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. And we'll get back to you with those cheese cookies. What the yeah, fuck? <laughs> Cheese! I forgot! <laughs> what the fuck around. is a cheese cookie? Anyways, next week, cheese cookies. Bye! Uh, I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna find a recipe and make some myself. I'm gonna fucking figure out what this shit is about. <laughs>